Well, hello. You're listening to We Just Like to Talk. I'm Becky. And I'm Kara. This is a podcast for easy listening about hard subjects. Today's topic is... Makeup. So, Becky, I think our listeners are in for a treat today with this topic because they're going to get to hear some thoughts on makeup from a cis woman, yourself, and a trans woman, myself. So uh, we both have very different experiences with makeup, uh, and I'm really interested in hearing your thoughts on it as well. I suggested that we do this topic because... I know that earlier, back when the whole like lockdown thing started and you started to work from home, you discovered, as I think many women did, that you no longer really felt the need to put on so much of a face or any makeup, uh, really, um, as opposed to when you were going into the office every day. And about a, you know a couple of months before that, I was really sort of taking my first forays into using makeup for my own needs and purposes. So I just want to get your thoughts on how your relationship with makeup has changed over the years and how it's maybe changing right now and where you see yourself, how you see yourself using makeup in the future. Uh, Plus, I don't know how many of our listeners know this, but you've got a pretty badass blog called Not Your Basic Becky. And one of the things you talk about on the blog is beauty, which includes makeup as well as skincare. So, you know, I think of you as kind of a bit of an expert on this subject, and I like hearing your thoughts. And then uh, I want to talk about my experience with experimenting with makeup and the things that I'm learning and how that relates to how I want to express myself. Well, can I just say that was a fabulous intro and I (laughs) am blushing. Holy smokes. Way to way to boost a girl's ego. <laughs> but yeah, like you like you mentioned, I think that was the most surprising thing about this during this whole pandemic was I had gone every single day putting on some sort of concealer, mascara, something on my lips. Um I, I've never worn a lot of makeup, but I've always had, you know, something on my face and I had gone from doing that every single day maybe except for a Sunday here and there to literally doing a 180 and barely wearing makeup and what I mean by barely wearing makeup is I at the most put on some under eye concealer Mm -hmm. sometimes nothing sometimes I just you know I, I put on my sunscreen I do my daily morning skincare routine and that's it and I feel so good I'm like why was I what was I trying to conceal and hide and and prove to others now I'm just like my face feels so great if I if I have a zit here and there like whatever that's life but now it's just kind of like if I do have a full face of makeup on I just feel like it's too much on my skin 
I, it just feels so weird to me because it's been so many days and so many months that I've been doing this. And I'm like, I think this has been one of the best changes. I'm not opposed to going back to it. And I'm mm -hmm. not, I would never shame any woman that does wear a lot of makeup or, or has fun with that. Cause I think that's amazing. And I think we all have very different experiences. So mm -hmm. to each their own, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Let's, you know, we can make that clear up front. Like nothing we're saying in this episode is meant to invalidate anybody's experience or preferences. And yeah. like, you know, full face of makeup every day, no makeup ever, whatever you like to do, it's totally valid. Um, we've just got some interesting thoughts for you on makeup. And maybe one of the things that we should throw out there um, for our listeners who aren't familiar or don't have much experience with wearing makeup themselves you know, you talk about how when you went to the office previously, maybe you'd put on, you know, some concealer, you'd put on some mascara, you put on some eyeliner or something like mm -hmm. people who don't wear makeup regularly tend to underestimate how much goes into even just like a light makeup job. Mm hmm. For sure. Even if it's like a part of your routine, it, it still takes time. Yeah, there's like a ton of different types of makeup so it's like okay like you you can like you can just put on mascara or something but you know usually there's like a process involved where you've got like at least four or five different tubes with different colors and shapes and you gotta you know <laughs> apply things and brush things or whatever and it's and a process things. yeah mm -hmm. so there is a fair amount of labor involved to get even a quote-unquote natural or no makeup makeup look and so mm -hmm. if, if you're somebody who hasn't really worn makeup uh, before or doesn't do it regularly, you may not quite appreciate the uh, significance of what Becky experienced and what I think a lot of people experienced with this lockdown of like realizing how much time that took and your relationship with ma makeup having that big change. So it's something to think about. Mm -hmm, for sure. And as I've had sort of this experience of kind of going away from makeup or, or just using less makeup in general, you've had sort of the opposite experience. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm somebody who, because I was assigned male at birth, I wasn't really sort of taught or encouraged to use makeup. And I, I don't think I've ever really worn makeup prior to February, February, except mm -hmm. maybe like wearing stage makeup for like a drama production once. Um, uh, but other than that, like, yeah, like I've, you know, never really worn makeup and I just, it wasn't one of those things where I'm like, oh, I hate makeup, you know, it was just, it was mm -hmm. never a part of my life. And then earlier this year, you know, I just had this sort of like, I came out to myself as trans and I decided, okay, I'm going to explore this. And then I decided, well, I'm going to transition. And obviously if you're somebody who is transitioning and wanting to express yourself more femininely, uh, makeup can be a very powerful tool to achieve that. Mm -hmm. Some trans women want to use makeup to pass as much as possible, which means uh, trying to appear as uh, feminine as possible so that when people look at you, they don't necessarily realize that you might have been assigned male at birth. I don't find the concept of passing very useful for me either from a philosophical or a practical sense some people do which is fine but i'm just kind of like eh, 
whatever. Uh, especially because I'm, I'm transitioning at 30. So it's just kind of like, you know, it, it's not something that a little bit of makeup is going to really like change, but I did want to explore makeup. Like I'm throwing myself into this process and I want to explore and experience all of the conventionally feminine parts of our culture that I didn't get to experience growing up. And I want mm-hmm. to take the things that I think work for me in my expression, uh, which in my case are things like dresses and tights and a little bit of makeup. And I'll, I'll probably leave the things that I don't really care for, like not really interested in uh, perfume, for example. So, mm. um, you know, I'm just, I, I, but I do want to like experiment and try different things. I love it. Yeah, so I'm I'm very curious because I didn't grow up with makeup. What is your story growing up and being socialized as as somebody who would be expected to try at least try makeup in your life? Um, when did you kind of start playing with makeup, and when did it become kind of like a thing you did all the time? Well, I was pretty young when I would just like go into my mom's bedroom my parents bedroom and Mm -hmm. I would like go to her her vanity area and I remember she had this like little case and so I'd always open up this case and it had it had a couple of of pieces of makeup so for example lipsticks uh, a couple of eyeshadows some blush she wasn't and I don't think she is even into concealer like my mom is My mom is very, like, simple when it comes to makeup. Like, she just sort of likes the basics and she doesn't really, like, bother putting on, like, a full face or Mm -hmm. she doesn't, like, experiment a lot, which I think is totally fine. And for me, I was just kind of like, you know, I was was young and I was like, oh, this seems really cool. And I would, like, put on her pearls and I would, like – dance in front of her mirror and just like be silly and but yeah so I I was like I don't know six or seven when I I would say when I first you know would go into her her makeup sets and then I don't know I think it just slowly grew from there but at Mm -hmm. the same time I was never like my my friends even at the time they weren't wearing like a lot of makeup like you know, maybe they would put on like a little bit of mascara, but it was kind of like nobody was really like wearing so much makeup when we were like in elementary school, maybe like in high school, like people like started to get more into it. But even then, like, I don't ever remember like getting ready in the morning and like really emphasizing the the makeup portion. It was more of like, okay, how does my hair look and how do mm-hmm. my clothes look? Like that, those were like the first things that kind of started. And, and then I and think it was like, yep. Well, I just wanted to interject and add that, you know, this is in Thunder Bay, which is, you know, it's a little bit yeah. of a country town. And there's a lot of, there's a, especially in <laughs> high school, there's a lot of kids coming in from rural areas and farms yeah. and stuff. So I, I think what you're describing is very consistent with 
the style that, that I noticed in high school, which is people would mm-hmm. often pay attention to what they were wearing. And like you said, their hair or I remember uh, Ugg boots were like the really in thing for at least a year. Yeah. But makeup like was take it or leave it. Yeah, I think with like more of like clothes and your accessories, it's almost it's it's also of like a status thing too, right? So mm-hmm. like as you mentioned, like the UGG boots, or you know, let's say if you had like the juicy tracksuit or <laughs> uh, Dooney and Burke like handbag, it was like okay, oh yeah, like you're you're fashionable or like you have some style because you have these things, or maybe your parents are rich or I don't know, so, mm-hmm. silly stuff like that. But I would say that I didn't really get into makeup maybe until my late teens, maybe like mm-hmm. early twenties, and 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 I think I think I got more into it because it was like you're going to bars and you're mm-hmm. you're going out and you're going out with your friends, so it's like you know other than times like Halloween when you would like really exaggerate like whatever costume you were wearing. Yeah, I think I think I would say like early 20s was when I was like, okay, yeah, I, I can experiment with with other things and I think I think makeup for me is always about like highlighting my features. Like I never want to be like, oh, I want to, you know, conceal everything and make everything look like super perfect and 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 almost like fake. It's just like mm-hmm. for me, I just want to highlight let's say my eyes or or my lips, or kind of make it work with whatever outfit that I'm wearing. So, yeah, I I, I love I love that, and it, it's truly impressive how, depending on what type of makeup you apply and how you apply it, you can dramatically change your look. Hmm. For sure, and and by no means do I think like I'm an expert in. Mm-hmm. If, when it comes to makeup, because it's like mm-hmm. I can do certain things for sure, and obviously I'm I'm still learning, and I would like to do different techniques um, and experiment with different types of makeup. But it just like it always amazes me if if I ever get my makeup done and go to Sephora, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I you know this is some inspiration I found on Pinterest. Can you do something similar? And it's like they go all out and. And the way that they're blending things and and they're contouring your face and maybe they're, I don't know, making you more bronzed or whatever. And they use like the right types of products and they have like just the technique is down to a T. And then I come out and I'm like, I don't look (laughs) like me. I look like a version of myself. As you said, it's like makeup can just do wonders. Yeah, really. Shout out to professional makeup artists because you Truly. are miracle workers sometimes. I am bowing down to you because yeah. they have made me look, you know, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't already look phenomenal, just you know, <laughs> twelve out of ten. <laughs> well, it's 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 interesting to be able to see that version of yourself that literally doesn't exist without the makeup, right? Like, we're not we're not saying that's a better version. We're just saying it is it is a different version. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Would you like to hear about my like my first experience with makeup? I do. Tell me what your first experience with makeup. Yeah. So you know, so, sorry. Just and just to clarify, so like when you 
really kind mm-hmm. of started getting into learning makeup in your late teens and stuff. How did you do that? Mm-hmm. Was it like YouTube or friends or like, how did you pick that mm, up? That's a, that's such a good question. It was actually my sister. Okay. My sister is just, she like, I just feel like she's always been at the forefront of makeup. I kind of feel like you should put me in touch with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's the one that you need to be asking, you know, all your makeup questions to. Okay. Yes, tell me about your your uh, your first makeup experience. Yeah, so I love that there's so many YouTube tutorials out there, even for beginners, mm-hmm. and, and really for like anything that you want to do, there's a tutorial for it. What I was worried about going into this journey and what I, what still kind of concerns me is it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's so many different types of makeup to use. There's so many different brands. There's so many different ways you can apply, like different steps and stuff. So mm-hmm. that seemed very intimidating. And I've definitely used YouTube somewhat to learn some things. Uh, it's very useful. But I knew when I was first starting out, I'm just like, I just, I just need somebody to just like show me stuff. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, shout out to one of my best friends, Carly, who came over and, you know, she's actually been educating herself about makeup a lot quite recently. She's somebody who also came to it uh, a little bit later in, in her young adult life. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, I thought Carly would be great because she's my friend. She's super supportive about my transition from the start and she's like yeah like so enthusiastic about helping me with makeup so i she came over and she had a bunch of extra like unused makeup that she'd collected from you know subscription boxes and stuff thing or sample samples and things that she didn't want so that was kind of a great starter we we hit up shoppers and we grabbed uh, a few things that we were missing and then we went back to my place and she basically walked me through the steps of like, how do you put on a face? So, you know, foundation mm-hmm. and primer and um, concealer, highlights, uh, eyeshadow, mascara, uh, blush, all that sort of stuff. And it was interesting, the result. I was really nervous beforehand that I would hate the feeling of makeup on my face because I've never really enjoyed having stuff on my face. But... Mm-hmm. I didn't mind it, and I liked the result. Like, I remember as I practiced a few more times after that, you know, I I would take these before and after selfies so I could kind of see the transition. Mm -hmm. And there was a few selfies at that point where I'm just like, wow, like, I actually really like the effect that this creates. And Mm -hmm. it's not just that it creates a feminizing effect, although... That is, that is one of the advantages, but it just, I like that it makes my face softer. I like that, it, you know, I think, like you said before, it brings out my best features. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have quite thick eyebrows, so I'm all about the eyebrow gel. And um, <laughs> I, I really like, like, the eye makeup, so, like, mascara and uh, different eyeshadow colors Trying the eyeliner, that's something I really want to get better at because uh, I can do the wingtip fine, but I cannot for the life of me apply it straight across my eyelid because my hands shake and I've tried pencil and I've tried wet and it's just like, oh, it's not good times, Becky, but 
we'll get there in mm. the end. You know, it, it's a learning process and I don't expect to be perfect at it. I think I'm actually really good, all things considered, uh, for how quickly I've, I've, I've started in on this. But, you know, I, I think my goal with this is regardless of how often, you know, I put on a full face or whatever, I want mm-hmm. to practice it and get good enough at it that when I need to do it, like when I want to do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other than that, it's like, I'm not super interested in like the glam makeup styles and stuff that some YouTube makeup yeah. artists are doing. But it's just so fascinating to me because I, my appreciation for the power of makeup is one of the more surprising things I think that I'm learning uh, as I embark on this transition. Ah, interesting. No, and 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 to your comment about like being good at certain things with when it comes to makeup, and then feeling like you can improve on other techniques. I mean, I feel like that for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like. I feel like I have barely scratched the surface. It's like I can, you know, I can do a, I'm wearing makeup, but it doesn't look like I'm wearing makeup face, like a bare face, but still have makeup on. And I can do, I don't know, a going out look. But even then, it's like, I don't know. There's still, there's still so much I'm like, okay. I could do like a wing tip if I if I wanted, but that's just so much work. I I think I think that it, that's what it comes down to for me is that sometimes it's just so much effort yeah. and so much time goes into it that I'm like, oh, I would just rather like focus on my hair or I would mm-hmm. rather focus on my outfit, but and and I think that's why I really enjoy it when somebody else does my makeup. Do you think that you would enjoy someone doing your makeup? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because because that's something that I want, right? <laughs> is I want that. I, I, I crave experiences right now that help validate and affirm the gender identity that I'm now expressing to the world. Uh, and yeah. that would be one of those things. Um, and, and, you know, I, I know makeup is for everybody regardless of gender. And it, you, I, I could have gone into Sephora at any time and said, do my makeup. And they would not have batted an eye. But... It's mm-hmm. different now because yep. it's something that I want as part of my expression and, or even just like friends. Like I want that experience of a friend coming over and, you know, we can do each other's makeup and help each other out with different techniques. And it's just like a bonding activity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's like if if one of your friends like knows how to do something or can like recommend a product that you wouldn't have um, thought about before, I think that's also really nice. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. that's why like one of the things that I have enjoyed learning from you is is not so much the makeup side of things, but you know, even before I was coming out and stuff, I was picking your brain about skincare things because mm-hmm. again, that's not something that I was really uh encouraged to learn about when I was growing up, but I think that's something that everybody yeah. should learn about regardless of gender is how to take care of your skin and I think that's one of the one of the missions that you've been on with your blog is to talk about skincare and stuff. And I think you're pretty yeah. good. At, I think you're pretty good at it. Thank you. Yeah, I, I that's that's definitely one area that when it comes to like the makeup world, it's like, OK, if you yeah, I feel like regard like you said, regardless of your gender, it's like everybody has skin, everybody has face. So 
like why not take care of it right like well you you know you, you can't do your best work unless you have a good canvas exactly your face is your base do you have any other sort of like products or um elements of a skincare routine that you would really recommend to a general listener I think in general, it's so important to wear sunscreen every single day, no matter mm-hmm. the weather, no matter where you live. Obviously, the most important thing is that it prevents or lessens your chance of getting skin cancer. So, I mean, that's mm-hmm. first and foremost. But then it also just helps with other things like dark spots and wrinkles and probably dryness. So I think sun sunscreen for everyone and find one that works for your skin type too right Mm -hmm. if you're really oily then find something that'll kind of like wick away the oil or if you're really dry find one that moisturizes your face i think that's really important i think knowing your skin type and finding products that are good quality and you don't have to spend like an outrageous amount. I mean, I probably spend more than the average person, but that's just because I'm always like testing out new things. Mm-hmm. This, you know, but, you can write it off as a business expense. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's something I remember one of my friends uh, telling me about is how she she used to be a mm-hmm. little bit of a snob and like would only really order from Sephora or like the really boutique beauty brands and then and get la mer face cream yeah more recently you know she hasn't like totally turned her back but she's just like she she has gone back to like the basics at shoppers and stuff and she's realizing that Mm. you know you can still find quality makeup and quality products uh from like the 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 less expensive brands uh you just have to kind Mm -hmm. of like try and like you said find what works for your skin Totally. Yeah. You don't need to drop like $150 on a face cream. Thank goodness. I know, right? Even like, I I know at one point I was using very like organic, natural products. Like I would honestly just use coconut oil and slather it on my face and go to (laughs) bed. And because it's an antibacterial, um, it also moisturizes your face like crazy. I mean, let's be real. You can just like pour some olive oil on your face and then Mm -hmm. call it a day and you, you you can't say that, Becky. Now big makeup is going to come and take us away. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Sephora, if you want to sponsor us, by the way. Yes, I we'll, mean, I we'll, spent... we will change our tune and we will talk about the dangers <laughs> of putting coconut oil on your face. <laughs> For the record, we can be bought. <laughs> yes, yes. Show us the right price. So you have, I know you've touched upon it, Cara, of like emphasizing your features, but is there anything else that you enjoy about makeup in general? I think what was most surprising for me, other th- other than how much I, I enjoyed it when I thought I would hate it, is just mm-hmm. at this point in my transition, it's very helpful for me because it, when I look at myself in the mirror... And I have a, just a little bit of makeup on. I feel closer to being the version of myself that I want to be now. And that makes me feel really good. Like I remember I had just come out at work and, you know, this was 
the last week before the March break, before we shut everything down, and I just started wearing makeup to work. And I remember taking a couple of selfies of myself before the workday started, and I, I just felt good. And I felt, I felt more like myself, and I felt free because... I, I, I looked at my face and it wasn't this totally masculine face that I'd been used to seeing for the past 30 years in the mirror. It was like, it's me, right? I'm recognizably me, but I'm a little bit different. And I'm, I'm getting these glimpses of the person that I'm becoming. And that's, it's very exciting and it's very freeing and it makes me feel really good. Mm. So... Like, like I'm going back to work in a, in a couple of weeks. We'll be back in the building, the staff at least. And um, I haven't been wearing makeup much because for all the reasons you said, and also it's hot and just like, why bother? And I'm kind of excited to have a bit of an excuse to put a, a bit more effort in. And I just, I like the person that I see when I look in the mirror and I'm like, that's me. That's Kara. Mm. And, you know, I think makeup is very helpful for that. I love that. Uh, thank you for talking with me about makeup, Becky, sharing your experiences, letting me talk about mine. I would love to hear from other listeners about their experiences with makeup. How can they get in touch with us? Yeah, and if they have any makeup tips for us as well. Ooh, yeah. Or brands that they like. Um, so you guys can find us on Facebook, We Just Like to Talk. You can also email us at we just like to talk at gmail.com. And if you're listening to us, then that means you found us in one way or another, either on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Thank you for sharing your experiences as well, Miss Kara. You're welcome. And as always, <laughs> it is a pleasure to chat with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>